Manx Radio Podcasts, powered by Shaw. Well, hello and welcome to this week's Countryside with Kiri Kermud and myself, Simon Clark. And it's that time of year, Kiri, where the Meliers, Harvest Homes, Harvest Festivals are all happening. And it brings back a lot of memories for me, particularly because the schools were always involved in it, you know, and we're brought up on the farm. You know, we were one of the few that had to bring the, the little bits of the sheaves of corn in, you know, for, oh, the, yes. for the display at the schools. But um, the ones happening sort of in around the village halls and, and uh, inns and establishments around the Isle of Man is all happening at this time of year, isn't it? And you were at one of them in particular, close to home. Yes, a very popular one, the Bologari Harvest Home in St Mark's. It's always really well attended and it's got a great community spirit and there's so much brought, so much homemade produce, jams and cakes and it was really well attended. I know, and I was at the the Andrews Produce Show the uh, the other week there, as you remember. And when you walk around and looking at all these cakes and the the ginger cakes were there, and oh, all the my. lemon is drizzling off the side of the cakes. By the time it gets to the auction, <laughs> you'll pay fifteen or twenty quid for one because you're that hungry, isn't it? It certainly is. There's lots of money raised, and it's a, it's a fantastic way of doing it as well. Mm. But a lot of time and effort gone into making them, it though. It is another popular event that happened as well that I visited. Uh, was the uh, Manx Bantam Fur and Feather Society's annual show at Union Mills. And it was great, you know, that uh, Secretary Nigel Taylor was there on hand to keep everything running smoothly. And um, some judges that were off-island, you know, to to get a a different perspective on it, I suppose. You know, when you've got the same people on the Isle of Man looking at everything, I suppose it's nice to get uh, different eyes and a different opinion about things. Well, that's it? it. There's a lot of good stock on the island. I know a lot of the breeders, they do fetch in new bloodlines and, you know, it's it's stiff competition. But uh, it's nice to see the children taking part in the pet classes the rabbits and the guinea pigs and whatnot it's, it's nice to see them away from their ipads maybe it is indeed and uh, also uh, it's a big time of year for stock people isn't it oh it certainly is the christmas prime stock show coming up and there'll be a lot of people now getting cattle especially indoors getting them ready and halter training but this year it'll be quite different with having the younger sections where you can take them show them and bring them home again i think that'll be really interesting classes and it's this is one that they're not just parading them around a ring they get to do that to start with on one of the days and then the animals are head over to the meat plants and oh yeah they are they um, strip down to the you know the carcass form yeah the carcass and form and they judge them and keep an eye and see how how well they've looked at them really well this is it and it's nice to see the comparison and not always getting it right on the first day of what beast will make champion on the second day but it's great to see how they transfer over some of the more Continental breeds a lot more dense lean meat, and they do they kill out very very lean and dark on on the Saturday, and they're not always the best quality. But uh, they're swinging back to more of the Eton quality, which is the traditional native breeds, the Aberdeen Angus and Hereford, mm. and yeah, good eating experience from those ones. Yeah, I'd like to uh, see them have a sort of charity one, really, where in amongst it, where they're gonna um, the, the the beef. Uh, cattle producers have to judge the pigs, <laughs> and the pigs oh. have pigs have to uh, judge the sheep and what have you. I, I wonder if they'll know. ever get to a decision. Oh, <laughs> not if they're standing at the mart. <laughs> but that's all in countryside. So uh, sit back and enjoy. Manx Radio's Countryside is brought to you by NFU Mutual. <laughs> I took a trip to the hall in Union Mills, which has been the home of the annual show of the Manx Bantam Fur and Feather Society for a few years now. 
I spoke to the secretary of the organisation, Nigel Taylor, and some of the visiting judges who are on the island to get their views on how the Isle of Man stock is. Well, Nigel Taylor shows, amongst all the noise, seems to be a pretty good success. It's been a busy day, yes, we've enjoyed it. What um, has been the, the main attraction today? Anything new? Well, not really, but what we've got, it's, um, it's our annual show here at Manx Bantam Fur and Feather, and we've um, got about 150 animals and birds. There's the bantams, pigeons, guinea pigs and rabbits. So um, there's about 100, 100 birds in here with the bantams and the pigeons, and so that was what made it a bit noisy, really. It's great that we've been to the fur and feather things at the, the royal shows and things like that and you, you get the chance to see the, the rabbits and everything but not often you get the chance to see the pigeons close up. No, well we do come along to the, the, the uh, agricultural shows but really it's the winter season which is the more serious time for showing because that's when the older ones have just molted and the younger birds are just ready so that's the, the serious time for showing chickens and pigeons really we've got and um, this is the first show of the season really when a lot of us go away to show across at, at a couple of big shows and then there's two shows january february onken and ramsey shows which are both in andreas are you quite competitive when you go away yeah there are a lot of people from the isle of man do very well actually we've all we tend to have our own breeds that we stick to um, but quite a few of us go across and we do quite well at the, the Stafford show is one of the big ones and it's sort of the, the crufts of the chicken world. Can you try and experiment with new breeds yourselves? We could do, but there's, um, and people do, and new breeds are created all the time, but there's so many old breeds that um, really need support in keeping, keeping going and keeping as good as they are that there's enough to do with those. Also, I suppose, there's lots of continental breeds and new breeds from, the, from Asia coming in quite regularly so there's there's enough breeds already to keep us busy what about the practicability of them well some are a lot more practical than others a chicken's not up to much if it can't lay an egg of course so we like them to lay some eggs but um some are bred purely for showing really um, some of the small and little modern game which are very small long-legged ones um, and others like some of the, the polands with a big crest on their head they're not practical for running around um, in, the, in, the, in the, the wind and the rain, really, so some have to be kept in mo most of the time. So some, some are like the, the proper working animals that you'd see on the countryside, and some are more pets, would you be pets? Well, more, more exhibition birds, really. They're, they're kept and bred for these exhibitions, but as I say, they need to lay eggs. If they don't lay an egg, they're not much cop as a chicken. What about uh, the, the judges you've had here today? You've uh, brought some over from, from away? Yeah, Chris, um, Chris um, who's doing the rabbits and the guinea pigs, he's come from Buckinghamshire. And Andrew Ball we've got from near Preston and he's doing the chickens and the, and the pigeons. So they both had an enjoyable day. Who's come away with the, with the star prize? Um, well, actually, uh, the, the Matthew Clegg from Lonnon has, um, and he probably doesn't even know yet because um, they're not here just at the moment, but um, he, they've got best in the chickens and they're still just finishing off the rabbits, I think. So all in all, it's, uh, it's not the biggest haul in the world, but you certainly crammed it full of, of every species you can get in. Yeah, we like to try and fill it. It's a nice little haul here in Union Mills, and uh, the sun's shining now, but it was horrible this morning, and hopefully we'll get a few more visitors in. Happy with it all the way Yes, gone? yes, yes, been a good day. And what's the next event for you? Well, the next one for me is when I'll be across just before Christmas at Stafford, um, which is our big show, and I tend to, well... 
don't like to count my chickens, but um, <laughs> my black Sumatras, I like to take some of those, and I've done quite well in the past with those. £10,000 first prize money, that, then? That would be nice, but not, <laughs> not anymore. Well, one of the judges for today is Chris Winkles. And where have you come over from, Chris? Aylesbury, Buckinghamshire. Is it your first trip to the Isle of Man? Uh, no, I've been many times, TT week normally. <laughs> I enjoy, enjoy a bit of motorbike riding, so that's, that's where I normally come. What about the, the show here, the Manx Bantam Fur and Feather show? Is it, do, you, do you like coming to this sort of show? Yeah, we have them over in England as well. They're, they're um, quite a nice event. Uh, we don't normally have the birds with it, the mountains and the birds, but the shows, the rabbit side of it, are bigger normally. Right, so it's often it's just purely rabbit or guinea pig shows, but yeah, they're today all, they're all mixed? They're all, they're all separate generally. The, the birds are on the cavies and the guinea pigs or cavies, whatever you want to call them, and the, the rabbits are on their own as well. Different societies and different clubs. So, What about the judging of them? Is it, is it difficult? What, what, do you, what do you look for? I know in beauty contests what I'd be looking for. <laughs> now every rabbit's got a different standard that we judge by a standard um, the, the standard goes up to 100 points and it de- that's uh, shape, size, colour uh, coat um, various different things markings in many rabbits but it's, it's all various different things and every rabbit has got its own different standard Yeah, and I suppose you'll have to be fairly experienced if you're judging them because I suppose with all the different breeds uh, they've got their own uh, special traits. You should should be really. Um, there are quite a lot of novice breeders, but uh, breeders and, and judges. Um, I've had rabbits since I was five. My dad uh, started me when I was five years old, so I've had rabbits nearly 50 years now. So got a little bit of experience. What about the shows? back home do you, do you participate then as well as going around to help with the judging of others yeah we show as well as judge um, we breed New Zealand's quite successful with them but yeah we, I, I go to well not, not many shows nowadays work takes preference unfortunately but um, yeah, still do the shows judging and, and show what about further parts of Europe or around the world do they have similar ones as well yeah they go rabbits all over the world different standards again in different countries um, but uh, yeah, there's, there's shows all over the world. Australia, um, big one in the Netherlands, but yeah, they're everywhere, everywhere. What about the standard that's been here? They're different. All, all, all standards are different. Um, you can't really. People do bring foreign rabbits over to England and put them together with our breeds, but it doesn't always work. So, but all in all, enjoyed your time here. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. I've got I've got some friends for the years. I've had rabbits and through time with the motorbikes when I come over, so, so yeah, enjoy the enjoy the the, the 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 island and the people that are here. It's really good, really friendly. Well, Billy Moore, you're one of the younger exhibitors here at the show today. How old are you? I'm 14. Yeah. And what have you been had on display? I've got some black silkies and uh, some uh, beards. These are in the bantam section, are they? Yeah, yeah, in the bantam. So, have you gone on with them? Uh, I got quite well. Yeah. Yeah. How, how many times uh, have you have you shown them now? I uh, showed started when I was ten. Really? Yeah, my brother used to show hens, and uh, I started showing after him because he's given up. Right, hasn't acquired the hens off him. <laughs> yeah, quite a few. <laughs> well, that's not a bad way to start, though, is it? Is it? Is it an easy event to to get everything organised for? Well, if you know what you're doing, it's all right. 
What, what's the hardest bits? Probably washing them. They flap all the water off onto you. <laughs> so you got to, like, like the stocks at the royal shows, the animals, the big cows and things where they get scrubbed and washed, you got to do the same with the hens and things? Well, you got to put them in a nice warm bucket of water. But hens are a lot more fragile, so you got you got to clean them and dry them off with the hairdryer straight away. Otherwise, they'll pass away on you because they get cold. Really? Yeah. So there's a bit of art to that side of it as well. What about the feeding side of them? Do, they, do you have to keep an eye on their weight and things like that? You have to keep them up to uh, size. You don't want to let them too too skinny because uh, when they get too skinny, they start to fail a lot more quicker. So you got to keep them up, weight, and uh, keep the food in front of them. And what about uh, when you finish here today? Just hop home with them, let them into the into the run, and and that's it till the next show, no? Uh, well, when they get home, they be uh, put in a run and uh, fed, and checked until the next show, yeah. Have you, you know, just the just the hens and bantams at the moment. You're not being tempted to to go for anything else. Pigeons or the rabbits or guinea pigs, anything? Well, we used to show rabbits quite a few years ago, but they're a lot easier to pick up diseases. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we have to sort of stop that one. Alright, so you're fairly pleased with your success today then? Yeah, I've got three furs and uh, two, one third. Well done. Thank you. Well, there's some of the people involved in a very successful Manx Bantam Fur and Feather Society show held at Union Mills. And uh, I suppose farming background, not have many show hens, but you'll have hens and maybe geese on your farm, have you? Yeah, plenty of hens. Um, Actually, my little brother Caesar, he's quite into his hens and he took one off down to the Southern District show this year. But serious competition with the poultry on the Isle of Man. You know, there's some absolute super breeding and they go off to Stafford and bring new bloodlines in so it's yeah it's definitely a stiff competition yeah and you can tell by the recording there when you when you're in amongst it and same with the shows you know the agricultural shows when you're in that marquee with all <laughs> the, the birds shouting and rabbits squawking <laughs> if that's the right way around there's a good sort of racket and the kids love it though and it's great to see you know that they've got little competitions for the younger ones as well because i suppose it's like anything today if, if the kids can't do it on a computer they're a bit bit sort of slack some of them aren't they i suppose oh, to get terrible to, but um yeah but very very successful and it's nice you know to get the opinion of the judges from from off island as well you know because obviously they're seeing different way they're we're doing on the isle of man and maybe little different breeds that they've got so all in all it's uh, nice to get the different views isn't it absolutely <laughs> Manx Radio's Countryside is brought to you by NFU Mutual. Now the summer shows are all out of the way, it's time for another competition, the annual Prime Stock Show. I went along to see the president of the show, Alan Crane, to hear about all the exciting new classes this year. Yeah, we tried to revamp the uh, Fast Stock Show this year with some new classes. We've got the um, calf class, which is any sex or breed up to a year of age, which is go home. We've got the breeding heifer class, which is from one to two years of age, which also can go home. Um, we've introduced a new lamb class, which is like, like a commercial lamb rather than the Texel, Beltex lamb, out of a grey-faced mule preferably. And uh, hopefully we get a few in that. We've still got the hill lamb class. We've also got the new pig class, which is um, for the, the more of a commercial pig rather than the, the top show pigs. 
it's, um, it's hard to go against them. Top one, Sean Dean put some real good picks off, and uh, it's hard to go against them. So we've introduced a new, few new classes for the smaller holdings, as you say, maybe. It's nice to see a change right across the board because I know that when we've competed in the past, you've got a nice heifer there, you think she could turn into a nice cow. Now you have the opportunity to bring her home because once entered, they would have to go for meat. Also, these young calves, they could come on for the summer shows. Absolutely. If you go to the trouble of halter training them for the fast stock show and they take them home, you know, there's two summer shows that they could come forward to it if you've got the time to show them again and vice versa. You show a calf, you could take, bring it back to the show again the following year. So there's you know, plenty of scope to, uh, to show them if you do go to the trouble of halter training them. Well, a lot more people are interested in showing a smaller animal. They're easier to handle. You, know, you might get even younger breeders coming forward. Absolutely. We hopefully, you know, we've seen a good young, young uh, handler win the, the Royal Show this year, so hopefully he might come back with a few heifers or some calves. You never know. It's also a class I forgot to mention. It's a dairy cross class, which is because lots of dairy animals being kept again now. So, yeah, we introduced that as well. It was a bit of fun. You know, that's, unfortunately, that's got to go forward to being killed, but because there's going to be a class for that as a carcass show. Just to alliterate the carcass show, the carcass show is going to be on a Friday night at 6 o'clock at the meat plant. So everybody's welcome to come and actually see what they could turn out like. You've moved the live day to the evening time as well, so that will certainly help with spectators and maybe people that have cattle but working throughout the day, they can come in the evening time to present their animals. Well, hopefully, yeah, we, we've moved the show now to 6 o'clock on uh, Monday night. So, you know, there's going to be some light refreshments, hopefully, and um, hopefully the... You know, there'll be a good, good turnout of people to come and look at the, uh, the stock that's there. You know, it's open to the general public. You don't have to be a farmer. You can be anybody who just wants to come and see the prime stock of the Isle of Man because it, it, it really is the best we can produce on the island. Also, the, the young handlers and the young farmers, they come to do stock judging. But, you know, the members of the public can come and choose which order the beef animals go into, which will kill out the best to eat the best. You know, they can have a go. Absolutely. You know, if there's anybody there wanting to have a go at the young farmers' events, or just try the hand at a bit of stock judging, come along and join in. You know, the Young Farmers is a fantastic organisation and they run these, these stock judgings. So yeah, come and have a go and if you like it, you, you have happy days. If you don't, we'll, we'll try our best to, to keep everybody happy. Well, this certainly is a platform, Alan, to see the best of Manx, the best beef, lamb and pork that's produced on this island. You know, it has no further than 20 miles to travel and you know, it's a perfect place to showcase this. Absolutely, you know, you're seeing the, the best of the best on the island getting shown off the you know, farmers there proud of the stock they're showing them off and uh, yeah if people come to see them it's, it is you're right about that it's the time to stress free animals even even to go for the local market they're only 20 minutes in a wagon they haven't gone no stress no nothing they just straight away they are it's farm to fork with a minimal time so yeah it's, it is the best stock you'll ever see in the Isle of Man. And the entries for this island they're still open now for a few more weeks yet? Uh, they're still open if you get in touch with Christine, our secretary at the Royal Manx Show, and 801 850. She'll be happy to take your entries. And then also the, the show date itself is the 28th of November? Monday the 28th at 6pm. The show starts. The stock is going to be around about from half five onwards. So, yeah, anybody come and have a look. That was Alan Crane, the president of the Royal Manx Agricultural Society. Interesting, that show, though, isn't it? I've never been to it personally, but, you know, to get that, I suppose there's a bit of tension on it because they one day they're looking at the animals, um, you know, live and you know having a look and judging which might be the best, and then obviously they go to the fat stock and then there's part of the finished article just about there as well. It's a really exciting show to go to, and everybody's trying to guess who's going to win on on Saturday on the dead side of things, and um, it's well attended. But this year, Alan and his society have put in extra classes so hopefully you know it'll bring maybe younger members 
always was that cattle would come to the show and not have to be killed, but now they can be taken home again, and I think that will encourage a lot more people to take part. And it's probably a good sort of thing for young farmers who may be interested in the stock judging side of things as well to go along, isn't it, and see what how the animals are looking and then maybe get an idea of how good, you know... The, oh, certainly. What they mark and the good ones on. Oh, that's it. it is, they look completely different uh, on both days. You, what you think could be perfect that day could be completely different the other day. And, and it's really interesting to see how the young farmers, you mark them down and then they can go and, and see them dead. And they think, oh, my word, it, you know, it didn't handle quite like that when it was live. And it's, it's really fascinating. But it's not only just for young farmers, it's for the general public to come, especially at the Nokalo at the Mart on the Monday evening, come and view the... Oh, the what's best on the Isle of Man, beef, lamb and pork. Mm, indeed. It's that time of year as well, Kiri, where the, the Melias and Harvest Festivals, Harvest Homes, uh, call them what you like, but you were out and about at one. Yes, I popped along to the Bolagheri Harvest Home in St Mark's. It's our local one and we go every year and there's always roaring trade on the fruit and the, the sale afterwards. And it's just fascinating. People come year on year from very small infants right the way through to the older families. And I went along and spoke to Rita Norrie and Simon Young from the chapel to see how this year's Harvest Home went. Rita, another busy night here at Balagheri Chapel for the Harvest Home. A great tradition in St Mark's. Yes, it's been a wonderful night. Loads of people here, uh, lots of stories uh, shared and uh, it's been a lovely evening. It's nice to see families as well. It's, it's still a real great tradition of the village, isn't it? Oh, very much so. Uh, down from uh, Charlie, the, the youngest at five, right up to the eldest at 93. A, a real good tradition sort of across the families. So. Uh, lots of young oh and, and babies as well I forgot about the babies there are even littler ones here tonight so it was a lovely lovely family night but it's always busy for the harvest here Simon you know it, is it something that keeps growing year on year it doesn't grow year on year we get a lot of people here and it's all about the community here it's all about the locals in the area and it's the farmers from the area who bring in the produce and we just don't know what we're going to get it just appears on the doorstep you know from the local people from the farmers from people who just happen to know it's harvest and they want to come and celebrate that. It's such a special time, the celebration of the harvest. You know, it was vital one time for, for livelihoods, the success, they had the children involved for the families. And now it's a little bit different, but we still celebrate the tradition. It might be tradition, but we've also been praying for blessing for the community for the last two or three years, really, sort of um, on a daily basis. And the farmers in the area know that we're praying for them specifically, and they've been very generous to give back to the chapel in acknowledgement, saying thank you to God for the blessings that they've been receiving. It has been a, quite a tough time with the farmer community, with the prices, the imports of produce from around the world. It just shows the produce is here, it's still local, it's fresh. Very much so, very much so, and it's sort of uh, great to see that it's all, even though we've got produce from around the world, but it's still very much centred on the local produce that's produced in the area. Like tonight, the honey, you know, it's a bestseller. It, it just, every year, that the children are hands up trying to buy. 
eight pounds, I think it made. It's yeah, just eight phenomenal. Pound eight pound a jar, and it's uh, good stuff as well. And uh, and it's brilliant because it's good for local uh, allergy pre um, pre prevention as well. So it's really good, you know. Right on the beach again. A couple of pounds. One pound to start. One pound a bit at one pound. At one pound a bit at one pound. One pound a bit at one pound. Twenty. One twenty. Thirty. One thirty. A bit forty. 140, 140, 50, 150, we're selling at 150. And also one of the uh, products was straw bales. Now this is quite unusual, but to hear the harvest this year hasn't been overly great. You know, it's a, it's a great way of putting it back in. Yeah, I mean, uh, we were supported very much by that particular farmer in previous years. He's, he's given us um, a, a tote of grain before, and you know, it's great that these you know the farmers can give back something and it doesn't matter what it is I mean it's just out of their crop and it's just their appreciation of what's going on in the world and what they can achieve from their, their growth yeah and one of the traditions they hear about the, the corn dollies did we have a corn dolly here tonight no I didn't notice any corn dollies but somebody that actually um, taught us once how to make them was in the congregation and that's Florrie Convig and she's great on a tradition sort of uh, and uh, the tradition was that it was made from the last sheath a sheaf of the um, harvest and then it would sort of be kept over winter until the next harvest. Oh, it, it's great superstitions but uh, it's all look look of the weather and how it comes it, it just makes the, the year how it is I suppose. Look and divine intervention with uh, from our Creator God, uh, which we're always grateful for. Well, tonight's been a great success, and Peter Quayle he, he brought the house down on a number of occasions. Yeah, brilliant. It's always good fun. It's always good laugh. Got to get your catching skills in when you're here at Bolagari, <laughs> sort of for all the produce that he throws around. Um, but it, uh, we, you know, we couldn't put, he, we couldn't have the performance that we have without Peter and Sheila, obviously, as well as the support. And uh, but he's very much part of our church community and the community around here as well. But one little special thing, Simon, the children and the pomegranates. Every year, it's a real, real entertaining piece. I don't know why it is. But, I mean, maybe it's because we don't see them so often, but pomegranates, they go like wild cakes, you know, when the kids are here. And, and very often, they've got them spread out all over the seats. And, you know, <laughs> you're, you're sweeping up pomegranate seeds for the next week. <laughs> but it's definitely a community spirit here at Bolagari, and long may it continue. Yeah, yeah. thank you very much. That was Rita Norrie and Simon Young of Balagheri Chapel. Plenty of uh, honey and cakes and all. They have the auction there too, do they, at the end of the of the wares? Oh, they certainly do. It's a lovely display. Each year they get plenty of donations and some of the items are really, really sought after. The homemade products mostly, the jams and cakes. Oh, it's absolutely super. But the children go mad for the pomegranates. Really? Mm. Oh, well, I don't suppose they'd be worrying about the teeth. They won't get stuck in their teeth at their age, will they? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but, yeah, all in all, and there's plenty of them come along, Melius and things like that as well. So um, go and support them because oh. uh, they do raise a lot of money for the charities on the Isle of Man, like everything. So it's uh, certainly not wasted. And people go there and appreciate the actual time that people have made, you know, uh, took to make these homemade things, haven't they? Oh, that's it. And also they always have the harvest loaf and, you know, an offering and 
there's a fantastic amount of time that's gone into make this big sheaf made out of dough and you've had a little little field mice running through it and everything and, you know, a lot of effort's gone into oh, these put me off wouldn't it a mice <laughs> <running>. <laughs> a dough one alright <laughs> Manx Radio's Countryside is brought to you by NFU Mutual there we are that was this week's Countryside the Fur and Feather Society show there in amongst it and Busy time of year, Simon. It certainly is a busy time of year, and lots to look at at the fur and feather there with the with the cavies or guinea pigs and oh, the other yeah. rabbits, the the, diff- the many varieties of of hens and ducks and things. It's surprised how many classes there is, isn't it? This is it, and certainly the little colourful birds, uh, just the racket they make. It's just phenomenal. It brings the house down. <laughs> there's always there's always a racket when there's a load of birds around, though, isn't there? <laughs> We'll leave it there for this week's Countryside. We'll see you at the same time next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Don't sit in the slow lane. Join the fast lane right now with Shaw's all-new Superfast Plus Broadband. Enjoy more bandwidth, amazing speeds and the best value on the island from just £23.95 per month. So don't be left behind. Get a piece of the high-speed action with Superfast Plus Broadband from Shaw. For details, visit our stores in Douglas, Ramsey and Port Erin or click shore.com. Love being sure. Terms and conditions apply.